0: Um, Diego and Rio. Yes. We're
1: where going are to you this, off yeah. to next? <laughs> Rio knows exactly where we're going.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're
3: going to the guild.
0: You're going to the guild. Oh. And as the two of you head to the guild, hand in hand, skipping along the pathway
1: leaving a Diego. trail of breadcrumbs. <laughs>
0: Diego, I need you to make a pers- uh just roll wisdom, how about? Just
2: roll. It's not it's not it's
0: not a saving throw per se.
1: Don't worry about it. Just just roll. Just roll Super it. Super
2: chill.
1: You know, just a good old casual wisdom of 20.
2: Nice. <laughs> Ooh, wow.
1: Okay. Here I was thinking. Here I was thinking it would be
0: occasional checks throughout, but never mind.
2: <laughs> Casual, you wisdom. See that right
0: away. Casual wisdom. Casual wisdom.
2: You hear a disembodied
0: voice as clear as day as if somebody were standing right in front of you speaking to you.
2: Oh. Mm-hmm. True anvils. It's been quite some time since I
0: had dealings with them. And here you are trying to topple their murky I don't know what they've established now. Are they the rulers? Perhaps. Technically, you could consider them, so.
1: I'll respond back, saying I was wondering when you might decide to chime in. Mm -hmm. Having a good time observing.
0: I'll admit it took me some time to reconstitute and gather my bearings. But I'm here. Might as well get used to it. Been enjoying the show so far.
1: Well, good. It's about to get better. Hmm. To answer your question, yes, we're about to topple the True Anvil's underhand Hmm. network within Ardair. Hmm. And I think if you and I are up both on the same page. They're working for Duke Tierney. That
0: would make sense to me, at least.
1: What all do you know about the True Ends?
2: Well,
0: not—not not an extensive amount. However, when I was a teacher long ago, there was a true anvil student of mine who ended up teaching me something. something quite pertinent to your current endeavors.
1: Would I perceive that he's alluding to the to the bisection, the the bi what is it called, the bifro there's the term that that I learned. Uh... I'm not
0: sure.
1: Bifurcation? <laughs> Splitting in Dang. half of something. Uh huh. Is that the word? I'm trying to. Remember. The bifrost. That's the bifrost. what I thought it was too. Like,
4: yes. Uh,
1: yes. Maybe? The bifrost for sure.
4: I have no idea what that is. I just know Marvel or something, but I have no idea what.
1: Pretty sure it was bifurcating was the the term. But. Yes, I was just trying to see if I'm picking up on on that specifically being the thing that the True Anvil taught him.
0: Well, we developed a certain technique type of enchantment or a spell that you could stone somebody to actually, you've had first-hand experience with it in more than one more than one situation.
1: And this true anvil that taught you this—did he have a name?
0: This was Hato True Anvil.
1: Can you say the name one more time? I didn't catch it.
0: Well, actually, hold on—that might not be correct. Um. Well, this was hundreds of years ago, so it's okay, not, so not likely recently, to yeah. be a person who's in, alive. Cato is uh, a name in Ardare, but not, and not the And a boy's tarantle. name, too. <laughs> and it's a boy's name, too. No. Um, okay. Yeah. The...
1: Right. But, as an assumption...
3: This is, this oh, is happening yeah. telepathically, right?
1: <laughs> I, I was assuming I was assuming <laughs> I mean, telepathically, otherwise real. Diego's
3: responding out loud is how yeah, I, I need need this. <laughs> Why are you spilling everything we know? Right. <laughs> I, I was
1: I was assuming uh, te- telepathically just because of how I'm how I'm attuned to Oculus mm-hmm,
2: uh, mm-hmm.
1: and just that the the mind link capabilities that I have, but. If it's out loud, then let me know, and I'll... No, it's my link. Does Ryo, drink. Was Ryo but, sensei things weird? Uh, I mean, I'm being very quiet the whole time. Yeah, that's that,
0: but that's pretty <laughs> typical. But like he said, you've had first-hand experience with this spell. Or second-hand. It's, on more than one occasion.
1: Are you referencing when you ripped apart... Myself, and... No. No.
0: It was that... That unfortunate memory you saw. And the... Little boy who fell victim to it. Not the first time, boy. You could say someone naive fell victim to it. It's simple in nature, but hard to actually pull off. It's an absolute command on a certain, on an individual that you have influence over. command Seriously. to be a sentry, kill anyone who comes to a certain place to guard an area with your life. That was what a true anvil helped
1: me develop. but how does the how do you go from magic that commands century that then takes the soul of a a living being and imb- and imprisons it within how does how do those two connect?
0: I think They're separate, but being used in tandem. That's the way that they are putting them under control after they've been transplanted. That beast you fought in the Underdark, that cadaver collector, they all weren't necessarily themselves, and I'll admit I've used it too on an associate of yours.
1: Are you speaking about Keila?
0: Maybe. Maybe Aya. I am. And see. In that case, you can... Probably you'd be able to attest to its effectiveness. Like I said, it's claimed the life of more than one naive little boy.
1: Tell me then if you've if you're such an expert on this type of magic, is there a way to undo it?
0: Certainly. The right amount of knocking some sense into them seems to do the trick. But you should be wary somebody in the Turanville house is quite accomplished with this type of magic. Makes sense why the Warforged have been such a priority for them.
1: If you were in my shoes, how would you go about taking down someone of this level of skill?
0: I wouldn't be here were I in your shoes. (laughs) But... Personally, you have nothing to fear from it. No one's putting you under direct control anytime soon. (laughs) It takes some time to... get someone to that point. Or they need to be in a vulnerable state, you could say.
1: So the main risk here is running up against... those creations already under the control of the spell
0: Loses a risk to anybody who will be forcibly put into another body per se or forcibly transformed into another type of thing really a very vulnerable positions that you know that people have been put into in the past and before mm-hmm.
1: Good to know. Vulnerable to influence. I appreciate the advice.
0: You're welcome. I'm going back to sleep.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Wake me up if you don't die.
0: Yes, if you don't (laughs) die. I hope you, yeah, it would be inconvenient if you died, so try (laughs) not to do that. That's the oh, only reason why I'm talking to
3: you. Oh, he cares so much.
0: <laughs> I care not to fall into the hands of a dwarf. Thank you very much.
1: Well, I don't plan on dying anytime soon. Good. Alright, with that, I'll, I'll, like, laugh out loud a little bit. <laughs> like, just chuckle to myself. Like, walking next to Rio, <laughs> you Sounds hear
2: funny.
0: you hear Diego um, audibly remember a, a a funny joke from the past. No, just kidding. Um, so uh, that was funny. No, uh, you you notice you hear um, you know Diego being un un. Uncharacteristic,
2: yeah.
1: yes, just uh,
2: gathering more information right now in his mind. My- Just thinking through our strategy and compiling what I know.
3: Can I roll insight?
2: Yes.
3: Seven.
0: He does a lot of internal thinking and internal (laughs) monologuing. You can only assume.
3: It's just always on.
0: Typical. Mm -hmm. Mm All right. Yeah, you, you can assume he's talking about something that he knows you're not going to know what he's talking about, but you don't know that he's going to share it with you necessarily
2: right now. Typical Diego. Typical. Yep. This, this guy, as usual. <laughs> Are you excited to
1: speak to Miss Niels?
3: Have you learned nothing?
1: Not really. I've never met her, so I.
3: Ah. Uh. Get ready for a treat
1: is there i mean do you need me to back you up at all with this conversation or do you want to just go solo i'm i'm here for you if you need me but i don't know how i can help
3: yeah you can just you you are not leaving me alone so come come <laughs> on
2: okay <laughs> alright lead the way Okay. So
0: finally you get to the guild on the fourth step. Um right the fourth step? Let me see, hold on. Oh, fifth step. Pardon me. The artisan um the majority of the guilds are on the fifth step. Um you get to the doorway um you're welcomed inside into the great hall it doesn't take you long to find uh, ms neil if that's where you want to go to very first and foremost
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on okay. your way
0: through the halls you pass by randy l the musician Hi. and ember the sculptor hey. And uh, M- Melnum, the artist.
2: Oh. <laughs> hello. Wow.
0: <laughs> the
3: usuals. The usuals. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go get cleaned up first, because I'm sure we look ghastly.
0: You do, indeed. So. And clean up, well, there is a... Um, There is, like, guests, guest guest suites where you can uh, let Diego clean up. And um,
2: it's
0: been a while since you've actually been able to, you know, effectively get the grime off of your skin. So it's very refreshing. Mm Mm-hmm. Very refreshing. And Diego discovers soap for the very first time.
1: Yeah, when you find him. This is such an (laughs) interesting treat that they left in the room. (laughs) Um, 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 Decorative, these decorative soaps are delicious! (laughs) Um, English cuisine is very confusing.
2: I know, Can't, can't make sense of it. Um, but was there
0: anything uh, special that you wanted to do in preparation for, or uh, to, just to prepare yourself for uh, speaking with Ms. Neal?
3: Um, I will put on whatever outfit she has prepared for me today.
0: Good. You can see that there's actually, like, four... There's five dresses set out on your table. One has been brought uh, on your bed. One has been brought to your room every day. A different one. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: they... uh, What is uh, Rio's least favorite color?
2: Mm.
3: (laughs) Uh, Yellow, maybe?
0: Okay, okay. Well... Yellow happens to be Ms. Neal's favorite color. And as you're looking at them and seeing, like, you haven't been here, clearly this first red one, then there's a green one, uh, sorry, a blue, and then green. And they've been, like, shifting towards yellow this whole time. And now the most uh, available option or the most recent option is a vibrant yellow. Great. Right. <laughs> So, you can pick from any of them, but you can almost sense like her frustration and impatience with your absence just in the display of dresses that have been laid out for you.
3: Okay, I'll bite the bullet. I'll wear the yellow one.
2: Oh, so much tension. Oh, delicious. <laughs> okay. You do that, and um, it fits mostly well.
0: Um, you It took a long time with the tailors when you first got here for them to get your measurements just right. But this one is like suited properly around the waist and the hips and everything, uh, but the height is incorrect. So it goes like just below the knees rather than, like, ankle length, because it's uh set for the height of a dwarf, typically. So it looks a little unusual, but, um you know, you can pull anything off with enough confidence is what you've been told, you know, all, all your life growing up.
3: Friends. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well... Then here we go.
0: Okay. Very good. Um you make your way to Ms. Neil's quarters. Um she has essentially her own corner of the the guild, like the but bo- the like second to last um sorry, the second floor of the bottom like northeast corner is hers. Um you can see the display of everything that she's worked on a lot of them seem just very passive aggressive toward anybody and most recently many of them seem to be targeted at you there's a lot of reds being overtaken by yellows in this co- in these in these color schemes going on going on here um in the most recent one you can see a little uh you can see that it's been finished very recently but it's an enormous canvas painting like six feet by uh three and a half feet tall uh six feet wide three and a half feet tall i gave those dimensions backwards but whatever um but in the like center uh top right slightly off center is a golden blazing sun and then just off center off to the bottom left is a little red match that's being like just overpowered by the radiance of this golden yellow sun and it's uh you know it's it's a powerful piece is it (laughs) Mm -hmm. well
3: hello good
0: And uh, (laughs) you see it's not quite finished like the uh, there's some. There's some bordering that still needs to be done. Some of the the clouds that are, you know, clearing a a path of for the radiant beam heading straight towards this little match um, need to be filled in. Uh, There's just a, a couple things that still need. And uh you see Ms. Neal there uh, like reaching up to it. Uh <laughs> it's clearly been set to uh uh the the easel that it's resting upon is set to a higher average height than she is. You would say like someone who's five six, five eight would be able to work on this quite comfortably. But she is, like, 4'10", maybe in the right light, you know, wearing the right heels. Um, so that's what she's she's doing currently. She's on her tippy toes working on this thing. Ms. Neil! She stops. Very suddenly, she turns around.
2: Rio, you
0: returned! And her brush snaps in her hand. Oh, and you've brought a
2: lashing young man
0: with you. Is this your husband?
3: No. <laughs> oh,
0: I see. This is my
3: friend Diego.
2: Diego,
0: this is Miss mm. Charmed. Hello. <laughs> she uh, holds, holds out her hand and, like, curtsies ever so slightly, and you can... Uh, feel an overwhelming like you're supposed to kiss this hand. Uh,
1: if I if I feel like that's the like expectation, then like I'll gently like peck the hand.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've never been more compulsed yeah, to kiss a hand yeah. in your entire
1: life, yeah. but it doesn't make you feel good. <laughs> um, I just I,
3: I feel dirty now.
1: <laughs> as I as I do that though, like. <laughs> just kind of furthering my introduction um, mm. yes I'm I'm Rio's friend I'm uh Diego Ironfist uh I'm the Duke of Apichem uh,
0: Duke gracing my presence coming for me my hand in marriage maybe <laughs> I kid, of course, and she retracts. She retracts her hand very, very suddenly. I kid, of course.
2: <laughs> Rio,
0: <laughs> you, your absence has not gone unnoticed, and she turns around and just begins uh, painting again with just a very like har- harumph kind of statement.
3: Are we matching now?
0: you actually are and she hasn't quite noticed that yet she seems to have her nose turned up too far to recognize um, what you're wearing at the moment
3: this is a beautiful but,
0: oh oh yes this is a, you say that and um, do you want to, to try to draw attention to what you're wearing through uh, through as uh, <laughs> Ursula would put it? body language but yes, <laughs> okay i need you to make a performance check
2: swing your hips like this 20. <laughs> 20.
0: so um you do like draw attention just right like uh you step a little too close and she oh 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 oh. and uh she's suddenly sees and you were asking like is this your most recent uh piece and you can tell she's slightly taken aback for a moment um yes yes it is it's um i i call it um Put in their place, is what I call it.
2: (laughs) It's stunning. It's very powerful. Yes. You see, this is why you need
0: to stay around. We need your critical opinion on these types of things. I keep telling everyone how highly regarded
2: your opinions are. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. And to what do I owe the pleasure
0: of uh, the Duke of Apeechim?
1: Well, uh, I'm also one of the Helpers with the project that rio has been assigned down in Solace.
0: Right, that was mentioned. That was mentioned. I remember now. Your name did come up, but I didn't have a face to put it to. That's a well, face you won't be forgetting anytime soon. She seems to be, like, jotting something down aggressively in a personal <laughs> notepad.
3: Aggressively?
0: <laughs> yes, quite Can aggressively. Can I
3: roll insight on her? Can I roll insight on her? Yes. Maybe. Ooh.
2: Ooh, twenty. Twenty. Um.
0: So, it's from from your time with her, you know that she, um, sees the. the utmost of society, the utmost of like what she could achieve in life isn't here in our It's, it's out there. Awesome. Um, exactly. And, but your, um, so a- every time she seems, she seemed to interact with you initially, she seemed to be jotting things down and, uh, but that sort of died off. After a while, but now she's, you know, meeting somebody else from the outside, and she's right back to it, just as fervent as ever, um, jotting little notes to herself.
2: Miss a... a... <laughs> what?
1: What?
0: What did you say?
3: I said, Ms. Neal, this isn't fair.
2: Isn't fair? What no. isn't fair?
3: You look so much better in this dress than I do.
2: And she
0: just then realizes you aren't just wearing the color that she liked, but you're wearing the same dress as she is. And then she looks, and you see her eye line immediately cut down to your ankles and you're, like, exposed calves, uh, like three-quarters of your calves. Oh, how unfortunate that they didn't make it long enough for you, she says sheepishly. Um,
2: I'll have to have a a talk
0: with the tailors, but you still look
2: quite stunning in your own way.
3: You're just being kind.
2: I have been known to be a kind-hearted individual.
3: <laughs> um, Ms. Neil, we—I need your help.
0: And she drops her um, her brush and almost drops her uh, palette but holds on to it just in time to set it down firmly on the table next to her. You need my help. Desperately. She seems to get the, a little bit of the more seriousness of your tone and
2: what is it that you need? Diego and I need access to the palace.
0: Access to the palace? Huh. And what makes you think that I have access to the palace? She seems to be um, trying to... Uh, like, say this uh, in in a manner that someone else who uh, might be listening in would overhear, like, that statement and after she's confirmed that nobody else is around
2: where do you need access to the palace? I look at Diego. Um... My adopted mother is sick and we need to help her.
0: Gross. Why would I want to go... (laughs) Why would I want to go see... If I... I've been... I've been to Solace so much in the past few days. I've had my full of the sick and infirm. Why would I want to go to the palace to see someone like that? I can get my fill, and I do get my fill every
1: day. That's all We would really appreciate your
2: help it's so that we can save her life. Add someone else to it. Please? Go ahead and make a persuasion check with
0: disadvantage.
3: I'm going to try something. I'm going to fiddle with my dress, and I'm going to pull down my my bodice a little bit and just see if that helps.
0: (laughs) Hmm. It doesn't seem to help. (laughs) Who knows?
3: But Athena's really proud of you from afar for no reason. (laughs) For no reason. What am I rolling?
0: Athena gets a great swelling of pride for some oh. reason suddenly in the far, in the farm.
3: What am I rolling? Uh,
0: a
2: persuasion with disadvantage. I know that you're quite proficient with it, but. Um...
3: Okay,
0: so twenty. Twenty because you can't roll lower than a ten,
2: correct? Amazing. Uh-huh. Amazing. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, well. Hmm. I suppose
0: I could be convinced. What is it that you had in mind? You needed access to the palace. Well, I only have very specific access to the palace. I don't know how many guests I could bring along with myself if you're all trying to get in. I know it's not just you that's arrived here to Ardair, it's
2: multiple friends, right? Yes. Could you get in? Of course I could. Did you get Diego in? <sighs> he might. He might pass through. He is an iron fist. Really? Yes. And she, like
0: inspects you quite closely now.
2: You're an Iron Fist. How... Where... Where, where, um, where do you... Are you, where, where, where do you come from?
1: Oh, Ostium.
0: Right, right. But where were your parents
1: born? I think a peachum.
3: He's adopted.
1: Yes, like I said,
0: this oh, is... Oh, there it is.
2: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes
0: okay. Wait, adopted?
2: Yes. By an Iron Fist family. By an Iron Fist family?
0: And you proceed to show her the relevant papers because she would not believe you
2: just outright. Right. Um, well that is something. And you say you're not married, right? That's correct. Good, 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 just
0: just confirming. <laughs> Well, technically, you are married.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, actually, wait, am I? Am I, I? guess I would. Diego would honestly say no. Di-
0: like, Diego Tane is legally married. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my honest Diego answer. Diego Iron Fist, on the other hand, no, just kidding.
2: Oh um, <laughs> god!
0: No, no, no. You, uh, yeah, she, she wasn't. Um, Well, seeing as he is an iron fist, I suppose I could get him in. Yes.
2: I turned to, to Rio. We'd also need Tosh to be able to make it in. I don't think Tosh is going to be able to do that a second
3: time. But maybe there's something you can do. Or somehow you can explain.
1: Rio, you're the only one in the group that knows anything about medicine. Could we get you in with me?
2: And then you and I can come up with, with a solution?
3: That's up to her.
1: then I would just turn to her and ask, is it possible for you to get both myself and Rio into the palace with you?
2: Hmm. I would take some work. I can't guarantee it. But I could give it a try, I suppose. Thank you. Do you know how soon that you could make that happen? All right, you said somebody's
0: life is on the line. Ugh. Well, I suppose I can go prepare myself and go to make a formal request. Didn't mean to put that hard of an R on the formal but go, go go and make a go and make a formal request.
1: Thank you so much.
2: Alright. I assume you'll be joining me. Uh, just I'll need to get cleaned up and we'll be heading out within the hour. Perfect. Okay. Now, Athena. And Tosh.
0: What are the two of you up to at this current moment?
4: I just picked up the gun and I looked at Athena. Uh.
2: Well, that just
4: like Harmonized it. So she was like, uh. So let's do it at the same time. Uh, One, two, three. Uh, Uh.
2: Did you want to speak to Fenelon? Niam, where is he? Where is Fenelon? I I don't
0: know where Fenelon is.
4: Didn't he give this to you?
0: It's through a second party individual. It's he
2: didn't hand it to me directly. That's well, not a lot of help. Well, it's not like I know where he hangs out every day. We might. Is it at oh. the bar on the sixth step? Or what? What are you thinking? I was thinking of the one on the 7th. Where we first met him. That's a long journey. But I guess if he's not looking for me, I'm not sure who else would be. Besides, I'm so well disguised now. No one would notice. Well, you
0: also have... Your... Um... I received all your document documents. Also, I'm legal. So so yes, you are uh, you're formally recognized once again as being present in our dare.
4: Would
2: I be able to get back down to the second step? That's not up to me. But if it is that you're
0: having dealings with this phenelon and like you told me he's pretty sure you told me that uh, he has uh, a representative of the underhand Uh, they seem to have some influence he might be able to get you
2: back down here just as easily as you went up should we risk it? So why not? No. I'm I don't, I, I, I don't know quiet. why you're asking me. It's not like I. Uh... Oh, you're not talking to me. Got it. <laughs> Niamh, could you get him to come down here? I again, I don't know who you're talking about. He wears a red cap, and he's got a. It's
4: very he's right, the, the red-capped
0: individual. I'll. I I could keep an eye open,
2: but there's no guarantee that I could get to them anytime soon. Alright. We'll make the journey. Will you travel with us? As my legal representative? Are you asking me to meet with... A... Member of the Underhand?
4: No, you don't need to come in, but I wouldn't mind your presence in case things get
0: dicey.
3: <clears throat> I'll be there, Gosh. Neem If you could just assist us back up to the seventh step,
0: not I can do. I can expedite the process. it won't
2: be won't be too much for too much trouble. Thank you tally ho Very well, and you begin making your way up um.
0: It takes you a good amount of time. Um, You would probably pass by Rio and Diego on their way down. How'd it go? Hello. So if, uh, yeah, you can have an exchange of information or converse of sort of plans. Now's your time
1: for that, just to reaffirm what you all are up to. Um, Rio and I are going... To the palace with Miss Neil to try and oh, no. help uh, Dona.
3: Oh, you're Miss Neil.
0: Yes, yes, I am. I assume you've heard of me.
2: So much.
0: Wow. She gives a glance to <laughs> Rio, just a little,
1: littlest of scowls. Um, I have an idea that. We might be able to replicate what Tosh did um, to help you, Athena. we're gonna we're gonna sure try, but that's our plan right now. Um, Thorzan's on board to help us
2: when the time comes. what about What about you two?: I just got this fancy new well, I probably shouldn't tell you. <laughs> Do you show me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or not absolutely I do uh can I examine this yes, yes I you am. Am.
3: your toy
1: <laughs> can I, I like... like
4: it might be way better than the ones you have I'm not sure
2: but I think it would like probably blow, blow up our there if I used it right So you examine close. it, you examine it quite closely. You're not sure
0: what it's capable of, but if it does take uh, like an electrum as its ammunition, well, this could
1: be very, very, yeah, it could be potent to say the least do i know what's wrong with it in terms of like what piece would be missing for it to function you're not yeah you're not sure because you've never had to
0: trigger electrum through a focused point true maybe if you had like you know a month to go over the schematics and break down like how everything works within it then you could come up with something um and probably uh Reverse engineer the process that it uh, takes, but right now uh,
2: you're not sure. Okay. This is fascinating work, Tosh. Who who gave this to you? Vanillin. Wasn't that the
4: man who tried to kill you? Yeah, he also gave me his papers. My papers back. So he wants me alive now. That's good.
3: We're going to figure out why.
4: You're going with him then, I assume?
2: (laughs) Yes. She has to babysit me. I owe him a life debt. Wow. How do we repay that? I'll kill you, I guess. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no,
0: not that. (laughs) (laughs) Well... (laughs)
4: She'll get to the point where she wants to kill me, and then she won't kill me. And that's that's
3: exactly I... the terms of this
2: arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I will show restraint. Well, I'm sure Wait. you don't need to hear it from me, but be careful with Fenelon and the underhand. <laughs> I'm going to go into this meeting real cocky. No, you're not. I'm going to... Try again.
3: Athena, you know, she's right most of the
2: time. Follow her lead. Uh-huh. Uh, 3% of the time when I'm right that
4: keeps me alive. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll message Athena. I tried the shirt thing on Ms. Neal and it didn't work.
2: What? <laughs> The <laughs> <laughs> thing
4: is,
1: like, that'd work on me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was <laughs> just looking like,
3: his nails just very confused.
1: It also didn't work on Diego that one <laughs> time either. So
3: Very true.
2: So I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. I can see it not Weird. working, actually. <laughs> when we're all done, where do we want to meet up? Well, if you're going to the palace, maybe you could have us summoned. I don't know. We don't know how we're gonna get back down. You'll be on the sixth, sixth step or seventh. Seventh. Step.
3: We can just meet you at the tavern.
2: Where it all began. It's a good Wait. place for money to meet. Yes, Tosh. Nothing. All right then. We'll see you all at the tavern then. See you then. Off we go. <laughs> Good to ta- <Guess. laughs>. Good you. Ta- Good to see you.
0: Good Um. Yes. you. So you. continue onward and upward. Um, from that point, You would get to the Seventh Step
2: before they get down to the palace. And you go
0: through the back alleys that you've, the both of you have been through before. Um, Back to the Dreg's Tavern, where you met with Fenelon the first time. You make your way inside. Um, It is completely abandoned for the most part. But you get a distinct smell of cigar, uh, sorry, uh, of pipe smoke.
2: And (laughs) notice that there
0: is one person in there. Smoking from their cob pipe. Sitting at a corner table. Feet up Hello. on the table.
4: Red cap pulled down. So easy to find, man. Neam could have done it. With my basic instructions. Hello, Fenelon. Mm-hmm. Took you long enough. What, to come back from the dead?
0: That, I'll admit, you did quicker than I thought possible. But next time you die, try not to make it so fantastical, yeah? It's
4: the only way I know how.
0: Well, you certainly confounded a few of the underlings. They did not have the tales of what happened. How long did
4: it take you to find out?
0: I had my suspicions from when they gave the description of what happened. You were gone. Seemed like if you needed to come back, you would. And here I am.
4: This is Athena.
0: And here you are, Athena. We've met. Brookstone, in- right? Your family owns the bookstore in Half Home. The one
1: just
2: dying, Tosh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, why the change of heart?
0: Not a change of heart. I just can sense a change in the wind, you could say. Also, well. If things are about to get turned upside down and shaken out, you want to be on the right side of it. Exactly. Play the
4: middle. Where I like to be. The middle. How one. can I trust you if the winds. If you feel the winds change again?
0: You can't. You kill me so. Anymore. Well. Kill me. Well, you know, technically, I gave you the opportunity to, you know, remove yourself from the situation. I never actively put dagger to your back or nothing like that.
3: Which is why we're still
2: meeting with you.
0: Because you're smart. And that's what I'm banking on for the moment that you'll keep your edge.
3: What are you hearing?
2: Like
0: like rats fleeing a sinking ship.
4: Do you have any interest in being a part of it?
0: Part of the... Changing of the guard? New... Yes. Yes, I do. There's always going to be... an underhand. Maybe not in name, but... There's always gonna be a market for it. For anything illicit, for anything not technically legal. You can either try to stamp it out while also stamping on the morals of your people and the morale of your people, excuse me. Or You can keep a hold of it, keep tabs on it, and I'm willing to do that. No longer the middleman, but the upper middleman, so to speak.
3: More comfortable there.
0: A little bit.
4: What do we do with this? And then take out the gun and set it on the table.
0: Well, if you agree to my terms, I can show you how to use that, or I can complete it so you can use it. Mm-hmm. Are your plans more attractive this time than they were before? Because these are my terms, yes, I'm not working as some sort of broker on your behalf. Some faux broker, for that matter. As far as they know, you're still dead. So try not to parade yourself around too much. They'll come to me, they'll say, hey, this guy's still alive. I'll be like, oh. Like, the
4: end of you? Maybe. Maybe. What are your terms? He's writing a note and he's going to slide it across the table to me.
0: <laughs> My instinct tells me that this has something to do with the Electrum. And as far as I know... As far as I know, our end of this arrangement with the outsiders, with the people on the surface... Our arrangement is what's driving the peace between your people. He points to Tosh, And your people, he points to Athena. As long as my people keep greasing the right palms, her people will stay out of your people's business. And they won't pilfer the forest that you call home. So I think you want to keep that intact, am I right?
3: For the time being.
0: And so you'll need somebody to keep that system up health.
4: What contacts do you have on the outside? Several. Names.
0: How can and I know really you're the right man for the job? Share them with you. How can you what?
4: How can I know you're the right man for the job?
0: Well if I'm not, then I don't get much out of this arrangement, do I?
4: But I'm sure putting a lot of faith in someone who might be overconfident in his abilities. That's I need a name.
0: That's part of it that I'm not going to tell you. you're free to explore it on your own once you're back on the outside it may be too late then who's to say not me I'll just be keeping the status quo for your people are you working with the honest men?
4: Maybe the Doppler's maybe
0: Bobbin I don't know who Bobbin is
4: I need what a name you? to know that I can trust you
0: you have I one
4: roll persuasion.
0: What if I give you my name? What does that mean? You think Fenelon is my name, <laughs> my real name.
4: What good will that do me?
3: trust
0: could do you a lot of things eventually you'll need to pull your trust in somebody and it can be me
4: Let's hear it then. For nothing.
3: What are your terms?
0: Your terms? Under that, you just continue to work through me. I pick up after the pieces that you're about to scatter all over the playing field.
4: You want to help scatter them with us?
0: I mean, I only benefit from your mess, so I'm not going to hinder you.
4: How about helping us for the change? For
0: change. I feel like I've been helping you this whole time. Wouldn't you say so, Tosh? Absolutely. You've been helping
4: you
0: helping your... Absolutely.
4: <laughs> your name?
2: Bullet.
0: Olek Broodfist Olek? B-O-L-I-K Olek Olek Broodfist
4: You're akin to the king then? Third or
0: fourth cousins?
4: Does anyone else know that about you?
0: Only the people who... know me in my day-to-day life. As you know... Magic is a bit of a taboo here, but... I find it quite useful to not appear the way I typically do. And he waves his fingers and his beard disappears. No, just kidding. Um, He just doesn't have a beard. That's the only difference. Um, no, but his, his features change um, quite dramatically. Um, he looks nothing like the person that you've known to be Fenelon. But just as quickly, he uh, reimages himself back to the Fenelon. Handy bit of magic. Oh, um, it actually occurs when he takes his hat on and off. Pierce he is wearing. Um, a magical item called the Hat of Disguise. You would recognize it as.
3: why he wouldn't have it. <laughs> this is my special it's hat. You no. look him.
1: No. <laughs> is desperately trying to look like a dwarf. <laughs> so. I want to kill him so bad right now and just take it.
2: Just for the hat.
1: Just for the hat. That's why Athena's here. <laughs>
0: Man.
3: This arrangement can only work if you help us take down the current power.
0: I can do that. Potentially. That's one of the ways that I can do it. And he's pointing to the gun, uh, the, the, flit, the pistol in uh, Tasha's hand.
3: Wonderful. But we're also looking for someone.
0: And who might that be?
3: Ailin <laughs> Iron Fist.
2: Well,
0: it appears we can really help each other, can't we?
1: That's what I was hoping you
0: Rio and Diego. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> um, you've to the
0: gates of uh, the palace. Ms. Neil is there with you. She's Speaking with a very confounded guard, um looking back at the two of you, looking back at her and uh very um uh, reminiscent of the uh interaction that Dorothy and the gang have as they're trying to enter the uh the <laughs> the Emerald City or trying to get an audience with the wizard. <laughs> Ain't no way, no how, um, and <laughs> there is a lot of back and forth, and we're going to see how this works out.
3: Rio, this is when you bend over. I'm sending that to you
2: from, <laughs> from a distant land. From a distant. Work your magic. Do it.
0: Hmm. Um. The guard, after, oh, okay. he, after uh, listening to Ms. Neal for about ten minutes just go on a, a tirade of various mm-hmm. reasonings and arguments for why you need immediate access. guard holds up a hand. <sighs> Listen, you come back tomorrow and I can guarantee that the queen will have heard your request. For an audience.
3: But we desperately need to get in today. Isn't there something you can do to help us?
2: Flirtatiously. No.
1: Flirtatiously. <laughs> ah, yes.
0: Mm, well, there's uh, not much that I could do or that uh, will...
2: <laughs> well, that's a... Um, Looks around in
0: any every and every direction. Um Well
2: you see, um Let me call over uh Cullover and he uh
0: waves somebody over. Hello, Mr. Cullover here. Thank you. I called over Cullover for you to uh Watch these individuals, keep an eye on them. I'm going to go, uh, I need to pass along a message immediately. Oh, okay. It's convenient that we sound the same. Yes, indeed. So, and, and he, like, uh, leaves immediately, and, uh, a few moments later, he returns. Well, Miss Neal and, uh, Duke. Cain, and, uh... Or, I, Mr. Ironfist, as you have explained, uh, and, uh, Miss Everow, you are all welcomed into the palace.
3: Thank you so much.
0: Mm. And he opens the gate wide and gives a deep,
2: deep bow, almost touching his nose to the floor. And you enter inside, and...
0: The first thing that you're greeted with is an immaculate, what looks to be um, a very white stone, um, must be marble, uh, just fountain in the dead center of this courtyard. You've seen many courtyards like in your life, many of them surrounded by gardens, but those are like lush greenery. Down here, there isn't much opportunity for those types of things to grow. Instead, you see similar to within the the hatching, uh, the breeding chamber for the uh, guard drakes, those fine crystalline structures, some of them that almost look like flowers in themselves. Many have been placed delicately and strategically to make it look as if it were like a beautiful rose garden. And, um, Diego might even recognize some of these things as like rose quartz formations where they do literally look like uh, rose that's sort of built out of sand and colored uh, like a flower. Just the way those uh, types of crystals uh, form naturally. And it seems like from every which direction even... If uh based on like some of the colorations of the stone, they aren't even native to our dare. There's multiple things from multiple regions of all Fulnix present here. From uh caves to just uh like clay and sediment from the surface, um placed all very strategically and you find that you're actually in sort of a scale model of the kingdom itself as you're walking around this fountain that's set in the middle where you can only guess falnyx itself would be and as you're making your way around you find to where our dare would be the palace itself the palace doors the entrance to the palace doors and as you approach although you see no attendants or servants the doors open
2: welcoming you inside i just i lag behind a little bit just kind of taking it all in just kind of i don't know just in shock at the craftsmanship
1: and like how meticulous the of a work that it
2: took to <laughs> to make all this, admiring it. You hear uh, Grigori in the back of your head. It's only a model. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: Good one, Gregory. Good
0: one. <laughs> but, um, you are uh, welcomed into the like um, foyer, fo- foyer, uh, that word, um,
2: foyer,
0: foyer, that word, foyer, foyer of the palace itself. There is an attendant who bows and. Rather than speaking to you or sort of gesturing in any sort of way, they promptly turn around and just begin walking in a
2: decisive direction. Quickly after them. (laughs) You can only, oh, uh,
0: even um, Ms. Neal is just sort of like looking at you two like, "Mm
2: -hmm." Um, and you all begin to follow. Um, And before long, you get
0: uh, down several hallways to a far room, uh, which opens up into a small library. And if you had to guess, it's only one of who knows how many in here, but a small study and tucked in like the western corner of the palace. Um, Inside, you see, reading in front of a large, uh, blazing hearth, a woman that you recognize as the queen. Um, Rhea would recognize her specifically. Queen Dagnall Brutfist. She
2: stands, she... Ms. Neil. Dagnall.
0: It's lovely to see you again. And she rushes over to her, and they just sort of uh, embrace uh, for a moment. And oh, and they have like a 15 second sort of catch up. Oh, right, right. I'm sorry. You've brought guests, I can see.
3: Your Majesty. And I will curtsy. uh,
2: No bow alongside (laughs) Rio now my
0: attendant had quite some difficulty trying to articulate why exactly
2: it is that you're here could you please explain to me why you've
0: invited yourselves she gives a knowing glance to Ms. Neal, who just tries to pretend like she wasn't, uh... wasn't looking. Why, well, you've invited yourselves
1: um, to our palace. Your Majesty, we've come because of the dire need to save Dona Ironfist. Just a That's her mother, right? Just so
2: I'm understanding. Right? Yes? Yes. Make sure I have that straight. Um, we've uncovered information involving the sickness that she's been enduring for quite some time, and we believe that we have a means to save her. Um. So, Diego, was it? Yes, that's correct. Diego, Iron Fist. Yes. Interest with the adopted son of Ailin have for Dona? Well, I've met her and have seen how much she's suffering, and we want to be able to help her. I've had countless attendants and physicians in and out,
0: with various claims of how they can help her.
1: Are you any different? Because we've actually
2: saved someone from this disease. And we know what's causing the disease. Wow I am going to require a lengthy explanation Enough. after Diego, I need you to make a persuasion check. Okay.
0: in this situation, Rio wouldn't even have the opportunity to only because your last name
2: is Iron Fist. Yep. Alrighty. Yep. Could I use my inspiration from last time that I didn't use? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. And then I have a last-ditch effort if this doesn't work. Come on. 17. Okay. I'll hold it for after whatever it is that you intend to do. All of you, please follow me. Thank you, Your Majesty. And Don't thank me yet. And she uh, leads you
0: a short ways away to another chamber. Um, There inside, you see uh, Dona um clearly unconscious uh two different attendants one is like changing a uh moist cloth that's been uh placed on her forehead and another is just uh like changing some linens and they're uh just attending to the room in general, but as soon as they hear the door open the in surprise they quickly gather their things and leave you to yourselves.
1: Um, amongst the, this is just me trying to take in the, the room and what's kind of at our disposal. Having heard what the Queen said about multiple people coming through and trying stuff, is there like equipment around still from? Yes, what? there is pretty much every kind of medical supply that you could imagine in this Perfect. room. That that was my hope. So um so <laughs> take it all, take it all, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sell it, sell it
1: all. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very
2: much for, for your for, donation.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. I I'd like to lay out what my plan is. Um with and this would be something to work in concert with Rio to to carry this out. Um so I will start kind of taking stock of, of what tools that we have, but um kind of pulling Rio aside and kind of talking through some of the finer details of what I'm hoping to do. Rio with what Tosh did, he was able to extract all the metals that were in Athena's blood. What I'm hoping to achieve is not going to be as perfect as that, uh, but I think given the tools that we have here, we might be able to pull it off, but I need your expertise when it comes to medicine and just understanding the body. I, I understand the principle of trying to filter or strain something, and that's what I want to try and create is a a filter that, If we can extract Dona's blood, feed it through the filter, and then send that blood back to her body, we might be able to remove enough of the metal to help free her of this sickness. My concern is that draining her blood is going to weaken her, and she's already in such a weak state. So my hope is that you might be able to to heal her throughout the process, or try and sustain her life as, as best as you can. But that's my that's my goal, is basically, I want to try and rig up some system of draining blood, feeding it through a filter, and then uh, rigging it up so that, that the clean blood
2: goes back into her body, is my hope. So that, that that is my plan. That's ambitious. It is, but yeah. I
1: don't have Gruentis or the ability to transfer
2: life to Dona. Diego, what if it doesn't work? We don't
1: have any other options, but we have to try. Even if we do fail, there's
2: there's no reason not to try and help her. I can try, but I'm not a doctor, Diego. Neither am I, but here we are. Um, Diego, yes. There's another. Op- there's another
0: option that you're overlooking. Go on, Grigori.
2: <laughs> all of this, <laughs>
0: all of this uh, cleaning of the blood and... it sounds messy it sounds risky when there's probably a perfectly new suitable body nearby
1: what are you getting at?
0: saying, very likely somewhere within the city, and probably somewhere relatively close to the palace, at least on the second step, if I had to make a strong guess, the makings of a new body will be one a little bit more iron-rich than the one she's currently in.
1: That's not what I'm hoping to
2: achieve.
1: (laughs) This is a little glazed over. Right now, just like holding some piece of right equipment. (laughs) No, a risk is
0: always better than potential guarantee, you know.
1: I'll leave it to it. You could be more helpful with a solution that doesn't lose her her body.
0: That's quickly waning as it is. She barely has one remaining.
1: Just food for thought. Noted. But I don't think I'll be pursuing that option. Rio, you notice that Diego has gone a little glassy-eyed.
3: Diego, what is with you?
1: I shake my head a little bit. Sorry, mm. I'm. Um,
0: at this point, you two do have a little bit of privacy to talk amongst yourselves while you're preparing the room. Um, Dagnal
2: and uh, Ms. Neal are conferring. Okay. Um. as you were talking about not being sure about this, I was presented with an alternative, but I don't think it's the right choice. Um, I'll, like, kind of just hold Oculus in my hand.
1: Back in... Peachum. I didn't kill Gregory.
3: No, no, you told us this already and I told you how I felt about it.
1: Well, he's here and he's been observing.
3: I beg your freaking pardon, Diego? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Put it away!
1: I'm not going to turn down potential knowledge and information that could help us.
2: What from Grigori?
3: Are you kidding? I hope you're joking. You better be joking. Does Athena know?
1: Um, I, I don't. I don't know.
0: <laughs> so technically, everybody knows that he's in there and that he hasn't really contacted him uh-huh. until yes. very okay. recently.
1: Yeah, she knows he's he's there, but not that he's
3: speaking talking. to you. What the hell has he said?
1: Well, he suggested that Donna might be beyond physically saving, but
2: she could be put into a new body. What? I don't like it. I'm just saying that that He's not wrong.
1: Of course,
3: you would suggest that. He's a monster. No, Diego, that's not even on the table.
2: Haven't you had enough of seeing what happens when you put people in different bodies? God, the last two weeks has been freaking hellscape. No. As Rio says this, I'm going to try and use a mind link to connect to Dona if I can. Okay. Um and just reaching out Dona, this is Diego. I'm here with Rio and the queen, your daughter. And we want to save you. We have ideas and potentially a way to try and save you. But I'm worried that it might not be enough. You do hear a
0: faint voice back. Um, Rio, you have... Telepathy in a way, so I would argue that you would also be cued into this conversation. Um, you know, you can, the, the message,
2: uh, cantrip and stuff like that, that you've used before. You, save, save me? We know what's wrong with you. There's... What's wrong? There's metal that's in your blood killing you. Mm. We need to extract that metal to save you. Are you... But I don't know how... Against us, Donna. There is one other course of action that we could take. We, we know about the Warforged, and about Aegis. Aegis? You you know aegis yes and we could find a way to preserve your life through a similar suit of armor Hmm. Yeah. They they, tr- they tried, already, but I, they're controlled, they're not, they're not to be trusted, I just for so that I'm hearing it right, she's saying
0: they already tried it on her saying something to you're not sure if please talk about that explicitly
2: or the just trying to control me. Who is Vondal. It's Let's try and for his. control me. I won't. Won't let him. Donut, you want us to try And save your life
1: with what we have. Just
2: don't, don't let him, don't let him do it. Did, Did you say don't let him do it? Yes. Then I'll ask, Dona, what if I can do it? Or like
0: 10 seconds, you just hear nothing but silence followed by,
2: yes. And that's where we're going to end this session.